I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Full show notes can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 281. Before we chat with today's guest, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. I'm currently taking applications for 2021. This will be the fourth year I've run this program to help turbocharge your Microsoft business applications career, whichever part of it you specialize in. If you want to be mentored in the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge, please go to nz365guy.com forward slash mentor. Now, let's get on with the show. Today's MVP is from the United Kingdom. He was awarded MVP in December 2020. He's the chair of Star Diving Club in Guildford, Surrey. You can check him out on Twitter. His account is linked 365 and his blog link 365.blog welcome to the show carl cookson hi mark how are you good good tell us about uh star diving club i'm quite surprised you brought that up uh, i must admit um it's a platform diving club my son is a platform diver uh, not currently because of the covid restrictions and i was basically the last man to step backwards effectively and got the job of chair um so do a lot of um organizing and discussion and who's and and who's 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 your friend there with you today the cat that was my phone actually that was i i did put myself on no calls but it's decided to overwrite itself so i apologize for that Ah, i thought you were doing a shout out to the cat community for a minute (laughs) (laughs) so Tell us, your recent MVP, how did that uh, all come about? Well, I think, well, apart from uh, being part of your program this time last year, Mark, on the uh, 90 Days Challenge, um, it was effectively finding my niche, um, understanding what I enjoyed doing and what part of the community I enjoyed. I've always been a community supporter and, and involved but um, over the last year, I've really understood where I can help um, and drive that through. So my, I'm assuming, I don't really know, my, um, you never know, do you, the reasons why, but the, the work I did with the XLM toolbox is probably what pushed me over the edge. Um, I certainly do a lot of blogging and a lot of organising of the, the Power Platform virtual happy hour as well. So there's all lots of bits and pieces. So this is the thing, right? I didn't realize that you were so um, productive with the XRM toolbox. And I'm looking at your website and I can see you got a list of tools there. Tell us, walk, walk us through them and how they came about. Well, the the, the first one is the org settings, um, which as um, when you work on enterprise clients, you tend to get involved in those intricacies of how Dynamics operates. And I basically worked out that there was no 
solution-free way of getting at those settings. Um, there is a Sean McNay, I think his name is Microsoft, has got a solution that can tweak those settings, but there is no way of doing that within the XRM toolbox. So it was my first um, foray into that uh, grounds, and then you know that was basically the start of it, and I moved on to some of my pet peeves, effectively. The first being uh, documenting anti-relationship diagrams so that you can get table structures and designs out, which is one of the things that we as consultants seem to want, have to do right at the end and get forgotten about right at the end. Um, and then um, working through them, I've forgotten. Oh, yeah, the other the other part of me that um, loves um, setting up has to set up trial environments and demonstrations. Um, I created the Mockaroo Data Munger, which is um, uh, uh, a shout out to Chris Huntingford, really in his name, but um, is using the Mockaroo API to uh, generate data and, and build that into your system. And the last one, which was all mine, was, was the Flow to Visio, which is taking power to make flows and convert them to a visual diagram so that, again, you can document your solution. I love it. So many of your tools I see is, is practical, really, you know, heavily used around either configuring or documenting projects as well, of course, that the, the Mockaroo Data Munger, I think that is a fantastic name. Um, I, I'm just like, you know, it was years ago back in on-premise days is that we used to often pick up projects that uh, had failed in some format or required upgrading through the versions and we'd never have had the client on our books before. And we had built a tool back then. It wasn't, it was pre, I wouldn't say it was pre-XRM toolbox because that's been around a good long time, but it was uh, an executable that we could run and it would scour and build out um, the ERD. It would build out uh, an Excel file with all the kind of, gotchas that we could expect you know that were let's say non-standard customizations it would extract all the javascript else wherever the dll's and things were and and built it out and you realize that you know documentation or as builts of of solutions particularly in dynamics land is so important it's one of the off times the customer requires that as part of the handover of the project it is it is about documentation for me it's 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 um, there is and, and the APIs are there and available. So anyone that's of that logical mindset um, certainly can make it available. And you know the XRM toolbox basically gives you the ability to share your knowledge and your understanding and your tools to the wider community. So you know, and it, it, it's you know credit to Tangai and to Jonas and all those other guys that do a lot more than me, um, a lot more better, a lot better than I. Um, uh, to build that up to such a great tool set, um, and it's it's just it's great that I, I've got involved with that and and really put my own mark on it. Effectively, that, that I've got some tools that people want to use. Yeah, very practical, right? It's it is you know it's 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 just cutting down those hours. If I can save someone ten minutes of their day, then that's my that's enough for me. It's a considerable amount, though. At looking at what those tools do, I know it's a lot more than ten minutes. It's often going to be saving. Yeah, I can. You know, the last time I had to do an ERD out of nothing, it, it does take an awful long while. Um, and the same with you know flows. No, you know, you just just take screenshots 
with flows uh, and they're out of date. So uh, anything I can do to help them really. 365, how did you come up with the name? How did it come about? Uh, I see you've got that across your Twitter and your, and your blog. How did it come about? Well, it was it was to do with, with um, branding effectively and trying to put my own brand on it. There, there is a Carl Cookson, several of them. I, I get some emails for Carl Cookson somewhere in California. Um, so I didn't want to confuse things. Um, and the idea originally was was when I started this was was linking up dynamics to other wider things. One of the first, my first, um, one of my first blog posts was around uh, Lewis and connecting Lewis up for for uh, email management, etc. And then I went on, you know, one of the one of the ones that I keep coming back to is the Alexa integration that has been done via Flow. So it was just a matter of reaching out to other areas and, and seeing what I could come up with, really, trying to use flow in particular in your everyday life and solving some problems. Um, and, you know, I've, I've used it to to log temperature readings off my freezer, um, the Alexa thing as well, and, and all sorts of little things that just help me go about my life. And that's where it started, really, the idea that um, everything's not uh, such, everything's not on-prem anymore, everything's not, uh, closed up anymore everything is open and available to you and it just takes a matter of a bit of effort to get that uh linking together so you mentioned alexa are you are you pretty much into home automation uh fan or, and or are the are the, the things you've done there in that space more just proof of concepts or is it something that you're practically using yeah it, it is proof of concepts um, there's a few that have gone further into production and others um there was one around, um, uh, well, the the, the monitor, temperature monitor we, we've used in, in practical terms um, for my home personally and other people's homes around around the village, basically allowing them to monitor freezers. But there's also um, a few other bits that go above and beyond that to um, into production into other clients. Very cool. Very cool. How heavy are you involved in in the community in the UK? Do you, as in, I think I remember when I first met you. It was not. It was before when I before I lived in the UK. I was on, I was on uh, holiday coming through, and I remember being in a pub, and I'm pretty sure that's where I first met you. Uh, some Microsoft event um, that had been run after after work one day, and I just happened to be in London at the time, met you there, but you seem to be very hands-on in the community. You're you're a, a regular face with the um, virtual uh, happy hour nowadays. What was that kind of journey into the community and, and why does it play an important part in your career? It's I started really the community when my job took me away from being um, Reading-based or London-based. So there was that whole community that, that is the after-work socials that was non-existent in Reading. Um, and um, it also came to a time when my children um, basically allowed me to have enough time and space to be able to do that sort of thing. They, they're now uh, 16 and 14, so the idea of wanting anything from me apart from a Wi-Fi password and a bit of food um, is, is about all they do need. Um, and... Um, you know, being involved with the the your the, the power platform happy hour that, that did exist, you know, and we met up every month, etc. 
Um, and then just basically getting involved in all the stuff that evolves around London, those evening outs that were evolving around London. Um, and that led us, for, for me, basically, this time last year, we had this bright idea of, of turning that into a virtual event. Um, and our first one was basically copying what you were doing, but trying to put that into a more of a, uh, a virtual, because no one could get to these uh, events. Not everyone could afford it. Not everyone could spare the time at work, et cetera, et cetera. And, and in February, this you know, roughly this time last year, we started that off. And then COVID happened and everyone was doing virtual events. And so the, the market got a little bit saturated, I think. And um, it, but, but we carried on all last year and um, we basically come to a decision this year to change the format up a little. To me, more like the, the talk down the pub rather than three presentations like we did um, last year and move it into a more of a, a chat discussion. So, you know, you were on the last one with Steve and, and what, what a great event that was. Now, the next one with um, the Mark Christie and Ian Connolly from, from Scottish Summit, as well as um, Aaron Randall from the South Coast Summit. Um, just, and their topic, obviously, will be community events and how they've managed to build such a great presence in, in Glasgow. And hopefully Aaron will learn things to, to run his event in Southampton, hopefully this year, if we, we can all get down to, to Southampton this year. So, you know, it's a, it is an evolution. It's always an evolution. Um, and doing things that you enjoy and, and chatting, meeting people and, and getting involved where you do enjoy it. And, uh, and I'm thankful for everyone really for, to taking me under their wing, you know, Alison and, and Chris and all the rest of them that are really, um, helped me along that journey to to you know and be part of that core team for the power platform virtual happy hour along with lee and, and move that forward effectively yeah so good so good you know what just as you're talking here I'm, i've looked a bit more at your blog it is a wealth a wealth of of you know information resource to the community i'm just looking at your certification mind maps which you've done in free plane there and man, that's just fantastic from a study perspective to have all those laid out that you've obviously gone through. Um, there's so many of them there. I'm I'm really impressed. I see you become a Microsoft certified trainer as well. Why did you Why did you go after that? Just because of um, a push from from uh, Avenard, really, from the idea of, of getting more folks skilled up. But it's also the idea that that you know we're we're, we're constantly giving over our time to do that sort of thing and, and to, to to have that recognition that you're doing the right thing in terms of Microsoft. It's the same as the MVP. Yeah? It's just that recognition of, of why you're doing things, uh, you're doing it right, the, the correct way. And uh, we're basically pushing towards that as a, as a goal, really. I think everyone in life has got to have a goal um, and plugging away at those things in those life changes helps you to sort of focus your... Uh, your practices and your, your understanding a bit. Yeah. I certainly do love doing the exams and, and um, learning from them. I, um, I think for me, the exams in particular were sometimes when you're on large projects, you seem to get very um, boxed in and, and you, know, you just look at sales for a couple of years, for example, and you don't see what else is out there. Um, so for me, the exams were part of, making sure I'm keeping my skills fresh uh, as part of sharing what I know with the rest of the community. 
Yeah. So, so good. So, and so important, you know, to keep your mind active, developing your skills, particularly in areas that are, are not your core, because you don't know if the next project you're on is going to need those skills. Yeah, I had that recently. I was, I've done a marketing project recently with um, very little understanding of what the marketing product does um, and what it's capable of. And, and being thrown in the deep end, you know, realizes that I should have taken the plunge and taken that exam six to six to nine months ago when I had the opportunity. Um, I think it would have held me in better stead, but I've passed it now. So at least I've done it. And, you know, it's all just tables and fields effectively, really. But uh, a bit too much, a bit more to it in some size, in some times. Yeah. So it's no longer entities and columns. <laughs> yeah. hey um tell me how how did you become an mvp do you know who nominated you how did you actually uh go through that process what was involved in the process yeah it was keith watling that, that nominated me um he nominated me in september last year uh, i think um and i just took a lot of guidance from people that have been through it recently, like Tricia and uh, Alison, um, to understand the what was required and, and how much detail to put in there and all those sort of things. Um, and, it, you know, and taking guidance with someone like uh, Chris Huntingford in terms of building that uh, list, keep building that list effectively. If, if you're interested, make sure you're recording everything you're doing and, uh, even the simple things um, to show your variety of what you're doing rather than just your focus area. Um, and they helped me guide it through. Um, and it was um, December I got it. It was it was a very pleasant surprise. Um, I think there might have been a few people that knew before me, uh, not to name any names, but um, that couldn't keep their mouth shut. Um, but it was a very pleasant surprise that that happened on the day. And, um, Fantastic! What a great Christmas present! Yeah, um, and you know, since then I've just been um, living the dream, effectively um, coping with all the information that comes with you and all the events that come with it, um, and trying to keep your head above water. Um, um, and I, I think my my blogging has certainly suffered, um, but now I'm sort of got to a point where I'm picking and choosing what I do rather than thinking I have to do things. Uh, for doing things' sake um, and ensuring that I'm, I'm keeping enjoying doing what I'm doing, um, and that's you know just focusing on my tools, which um, tends to take a lot longer to get to a, an endpoint. Um, keeping going with the the, the the community things that I'm on and around and doing, like Scottish Summit and the, the virtual happy hour, um, and doing things that I love um, because I know that there's an awful lot other stuff that I'm going to get involved with. Um, so, but um, yeah, it is a journey, um, and I'm thankful I'm on it. Yeah, totally awesome. What any kind of surprises on becoming an MVP? Like, you know, some people say the deluge of information that you now can you tap into. What in any other? I mean, I know it's only been a couple of months, but uh, any kind of key or any highlights for you? Yeah, I, th- I think for me it's just the the, the rapid turnaround of um, if you've got a problem. Um, um, they're, they're there uh, from the product team to whoever you know I there's been a few occasions where um, 
you just realise how quick they can react when they do. And I'm not, not um, putting a uh, downer on their support, but um, I think it's just that um, instant reaction that, that I've got from in certain places that uh, has really helped um, and firmed up um, the advice I give to clients. You know, it's 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 getting them involved in client issues and understanding that. Um, whereas I would have to step through the support processing um, escalate via other channels that the MVP channel seems to be a very direct one. Yeah. So good. So, so good at times. Yeah. So good. Okay. You're ready for some quick fire questions as we wrap this thing up. Sure. Okay. When you were younger, what did you want to do when you grew up? Uh, play for Liverpool football club. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Get very far in that dream, I must admit. Uh, too many pork pies, I must uh, uh, definitely. <laughs> What's your favourite quote? Standing on the shoulders of giants. I, I, I don't know whether that's a quote. It is a bit of a quote and a racist lyric, isn't it? But I think that, that really, for me, that's the one that comes to mind straight away is that, you know, you've got to um, raise other people up and um, be understand what other people have been through to get you where you are now. Yeah. So good. If you could meet a historical figure, who would you choose and why? It's a very similar to a, a question we have at the uh, Bespoke Badger, but um, probably a bit politer. Um, <laughs> um, Martin Luther King, I think. Um, it's probably a bit cliche, but but uh, I'm always overwhelmed by the you know the lack the the how little time has passed since those events and it always surprises me that we have come a long way but that was so close um and to really understand the, the, what really happened back then compared to what uh, the politics and the, the, the uh, papers have told us is happened i think would be good yeah awesome what's your worst habit biting my nails Vehicle, vehicle. Would you rather save money or time? Time. Yeah, totally agree. And finally here, what do you regret not doing when you were younger? My biggest regret, and I've used it a lot, is um, when Microsoft first came out with uh, Dynamics uh, 1.2 or 3, around around that time, that um, I was working for a consultancy that was Heavily invested in uh, Pivotal CRM. Um, yeah, I saw that. Mm. And um, at the time, I was offered to get retrained and move into that product, to the new shiny Dynamics product. Um, and I basically said, well, that's not going to last. It's rubbish. Uh, it didn't have all the uh, complexities that Pivotal had at the time. It didn't have the, the ability to, to change everything that... Um, you can now, um, and I just thought it was just a, a no-brainer. There's no way that's going to last. And uh, considering that it's taken me 10 years to get back to Microsoft effectively, uh, to where we are now, I think that's probably understanding what could have been effectively at that point. Yeah, very interesting. I always, you know, back in those days, I, I do presentations from time to time, and I remember one of the ones I did was, uh, I'd get questioned, why are you backing Microsoft? Why are you, you know, staking your career on this? I remember um, even a uh, 
a chappy for, that was judging my company for a um, an award, a business award, you know, he said, aren't you all your eggs in one basket? And I just went through and said, you know, well, well, judge it by history. As in, you know, when I look at it, you know, Microsoft weren't first with the spreadsheet, but they won the spreadsheet category. They weren't first with the word processor, right? There were things like WordPerfect and whatnot out there, but they won that game. They weren't first with, uh, you know, uh, Xbox in the uh, console desktop space, but, uh, you know, arguably they're, they're winning that space uh, against the PS2. And I went over, I don't know, about 10 different products, and I said, uh, you know, when Microsoft commits to a space, they, they tend to play the long game, not the quick win. And uh, and that and that's what I'm playing for with uh, of course CRM back then, and I tell you what I'm 17, 18 years now in the space just around Bizaps, and I tell you, not regretted it once. It was a right call to make, and uh, the investment has been fantastic. You know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it's been a there's been a lot of investment, a lot of marketing, and and, and they've done really well for for a product that had such a checkered introduction in, in history that they've now got it right effectively um, and you can see that they're still investing um, and I think that's a great place to be in a, and it's certainly something to stick with uh, going forward yeah I love it Carl thanks for coming on the show uh, no as I said before check out linked 365 if you want a, a plethora of XRM tools that can make your jobs you know uh, simpler if you want to look at the certification mind maps and see, you know, if you're planning on setting a certification, some great prep tools there. And then just the the wealth of information across his blog, well worth it. Thanks, Cookie, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again in the future sometime. Thank you, Mark. I hope to see you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Business Application MVP. Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show, please like and subscribe in your favorite podcast player. If you want to leave a review, go to nz365guy.com forward slash review. Otherwise, see you next time.